Hello everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real struggles we all face and secretly struggle with. Through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. So let the femaling adventure begin. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Femaling and today I'm going to be talking about five ways on how you can be more of your authentic self. I'm going to give you tips and how-tos. I don't normally do how-tos, but it's a new thing that I'm bringing in. Um, Because I'm always cracking on, aren't I, about accepting yourself, understanding yourself and being yourself. Well, actually, how do you do that? It takes work, it takes commitment, it takes reflection, um, and it takes a little bit of know-how. But don't be scared, because I'm going to talk you through, I'm going to give you my top five tips on what I think will really help. So, Let's just go straight in and start with number one, which is don't listen to your toxic thoughts. In other words, listen to your more helpful, supportive thoughts that run through your head. But usually these thoughts, these helpful, supportive thoughts are drowned out by toxicity. That's a little bit of a Mouthful. Um, Don't ask me to say that again. (laughs) So what does this mean? Don't listen to your toxic thoughts. What does that actually mean? Well, firstly, you need to start getting very aware of the types of thoughts that are running through your head. Because ultimately, most of the time, they're not very nice. They can be very self-deprecating and very poisonous and very, um, very very nasty actually. So we have to, the first thing we have to do is get really conscious about what thoughts are going through your head. And if you do this type of work a lot, if you are into self-development, this won't be the first time that you've heard this, don't listen to your toxic thoughts. It's quite a universal tip. Um, But obviously I'm going to make this as bite-sized and helpful and easy to digest as possible. So So that's what it means. It means that there's always thoughts that are going through your head that are unhelpful and self-deprecating and actually are there to just be nasty and make you feel really, really crappy about yourself. So this is obviously, it's important to understand what your toxic thoughts are so that you can replace them with better thoughts or you can just, well, you're never going to stop the toxic thoughts. I just want to say that. They're always going to be there, but actually don't need to pay attention to them. So you have to hear them first. You have to be really, really conscious about the thoughts that are going through your head. And then there will be a tiny little, probably squeaky mouse. I don't know why I'm speaking like that. But because it's like this voice will be, the helpful, supportive voice will probably be buried quite deep down inside of you that you will hear occasionally. But it probably gets drowned out by the toxicity. See, I said it again. Um, It probably gets drowned out by that nasty voice a lot. So you have to be able to hear the voice that is supportive, powerful, resourceful, and actually the voice, the part of you that wants the best 
for you and knows what your best is. So I'm going to give you an example um, because the toxic thoughts happen all the time. Okay. So what I'm saying is I'm not suggesting that we cut them out completely because that's going to be unavoidable and that's just that's just never going to happen what I'm suggesting is don't take notice of them and take notice of something else does that make sense I think it does um so my toxic thoughts you know they're all thoughts of you're not good enough who do you think you are I've got a big thought I've got a big thought process of who do you think you are um but my main one is about um being fat and putting on weight and it normally happens when I've kind of been eating a lot or you know relaxing and enjoying myself then this horrible horrible thought process starts up with um you know you shouldn't have eaten that or you shouldn't have done that so I was on holiday recently um and I was in the south of France and we're on the beach and we're having lunch and I was with my in-laws and my husband and my kids and it's a beautiful beautiful day and we're having some wine with lunch and you know what the French bread is like oh my god they're bringing the French bread and it's still warm and you know the butter comes and there is nothing better in my opinion than a piece of warm French bread with some butter and a very beautiful glass of crisp white wine and I'm on the beach I mean heavenly right so this bread basket of bread gets delivered to our table and obviously I'm like salivating I'm salivating talking about it right now and it comes along and I went to take a piece of bread and I'm buttering it and I'm literally so excited for this beautiful piece of bread in the most wonderful scenery to touch my lips and then I'm going to wash it down with this crisp glass of white wine yum and then the thought started of don't eat that what are you eating that for you're such a pig you can't control yourself at all you're going to eat it and you're going to regret it and then you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to feel fat and what are you doing that for these are the voices that are going through my head and this is what I mean by toxic thoughts now that isn't helpful that isn't supportive it isn't very nice and it's quite nasty because Why on earth can I not have a glass of wine and a piece of bread when I'm on holiday with my family on the beach? I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not hurting myself. I'm enjoying myself. And I'm taking, and this is what I mean by the more supportive voices, I'm taking pleasure in joy in one of the things that I I do actually enjoy most in life, which is good food and good wine. So to deny myself that moment sure I don't need to do that every day at lunchtime but when I'm on holiday there is nothing wrong with that and I these toxic thoughts robbed me in that moment of me being able to enjoy that beautiful crusty bread washed down with a glass of wine so can you see what I mean they're really really nasty now that is a very small example they get nastier and they you know, they they can get really, really destructive. So that's number one. Tip number one, don't listen to your toxic thoughts and listen to the thoughts that are there to support you and help you. Now we're going to move on to number two, which is give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Now, 
you will spend a lot of time resisting what is actually going on for you physically, emotionally, mentally, because it might be unpleasant or you might think that you don't deserve to feel that way or you don't have a right to feel that way. Um, But actually, what you feel is what you feel in any given moment. Yes, even if you're hormonal, you are allowed to feel what you feel. My husband would probably disagree, but hey, I'm talking to you girls at the moment. So we spend a lot of time resisting what is actually going on with us in reality. A lot of time. And it's in the resistance, the resisting what we're feeling, as in, oh, no, 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 I don't want to feel like this, or, oh, God, like, I'm starting to feel like, let's let's say it's anxiety, I'm starting to feel anxious, and I haven't got time for anxiety, and no, 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 I've got a million things to do, and it, it actually... That resisting, that saying no to it, even though it's there, is actually what kind of wastes our time and robs us of our energy. Because if you're feeling anxious at that moment, you're feeling anxious and that's okay. It's not pleasant, but it is okay. So you've got to give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Allow whatever you feel to be okay. And we make everything so binary. It's either right or it's wrong. You know, oh, I feel happy. That's right. Oh, I feel anxious. That's wrong. Oh, I feel uh, energized. That's correct. Oh, I feel tired. That's wrong. But there's no right or wrong in how you feel. It's just information. It's just information in what is going on for you physically, emotionally, mentally, even spiritually. So if you just see it as info, oh, okay, I feel tired right now. What's that about? Maybe I should get an earlier night tonight. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, a lot of the time I don't really want to feel like this. You know, I don't want to be annoyed with my kids or be in a bad mood. And, you know, you want to feel peaceful and light. And obviously you're trying to work yourself into getting that. But sometimes you feel what you feel. And that's okay too. I'm just saying, give yourself just a little bit of permission to be in the presence of what you actually feel before making it wrong. So I'll give you an example of one of mine. Um, My 11-year-old, she was turning, it was her birthday, she was turning 11. And there were, you know, logistically a few things that needed to happen in the morning in order for us to have a lovely day, we were going out for lunch, therefore she needed to get in the shower, wash her hair, and, um, you know, the, the usual stuff. And she was not wanting to play ball. She was not wanting to do anything I wanted her to do. She got a phone for her birthday, so she wanted to play on that. And I was finding it really, really hard to stay calm because things just needed to be done. Anyway, um, she wasn't listening, and I ended up shouting at her on her birthday, And, of course, this was really upsetting because I don't want to have a row with her on her birthday. And then it all obviously got out of control. And there was a minute there where I said, you know, when I thought to myself, my God, you're such a crappy mom. You're just shouting at her on her birthday. And, you know, I really, I really went for it with myself. And I was so upset. I was so upset that I felt disappointed and I'd upset her and there was all this sort of resistance going on with me in terms of what I had created in this moment. Now, do I, did I want to create that moment? Of course I didn't, but it was there 
And I was disappointed and I was upset and I did scream at her on her birthday. So will it help beating myself up about the fact that I screamed at her on her birthday? No. Will it take away the fact that I screamed at her on her birthday? No. Therefore, all I could do really that would have been helpful in that moment is just accept that it happened and move on. Okay, I screamed at her on her birthday. I don't want to carry on screaming at her. Let's move on. Let's find our calm and let's just enjoy the day. So that is what I mean by give yourself permission to feel what you feel and stop wasting time in the resistance. Okay, number three is to live by your values and understanding what your values are. Now, If you follow my work, you will have heard me talk about this many, many times. But very quickly, for those of you that haven't, and this is the first time you're tuning in, a value is something that is ultimately really important to you. So, for example, a lot of people have a value of family. You know, family is something that is very important to people or the value of love, having love in your life. So values are something that bring you joy and fulfillment um, and they make your life much more worthwhile and obviously this is important because it means that your value system standing by your value system will bring you absolute happiness to your world so the way in which we do this is by understanding what our values are so let's say for example you've got to work late right now And you don't really want to. Now, there will be a value that you are honouring somewhere by working late. But you can sit at your desk really pissed off that you've got to work late. But ultimately, you're doing it anyway. So you might as well find a way in which you feel empowered by doing what you're doing. So if you're working late and you don't really want to, that you will be upholding something. There's a reason that you are there. There will be something that is important to you in that moment. And you know, it'd probably be something along the lines of achievement or accomplishment or working, you know, the value of working hard or the value of uh, not letting people down or being, you know, being a a woman of your word. Those kinds of things will be the values that you are honouring in that moment, but they'll get a bit lost if you're feeling pissed off about it. So it's about standing by what your value is in whatever moment you are in. So, if I give you an example from my life, if we go back to my daughter's birthday when she's when she turned 11 um, and I was screaming at her, but was I honouring my values in that moment? Absolutely not. But what values did I want to honour that day were obviously motherhood, love, fun, enjoyment, uh, connection. So I had to get myself out of this mood that I was in with her or the mood that she was in with me and start standing by my values how was I going to bring more fun into the moment how was I going to bring more connection in the moment because that's ultimately what was important it wasn't the fact that we were arguing or that she hadn't done what I'd asked her to do it was actually this is the sort of day I want to have and how can I do that okay so that's what I mean by knowing what your values are and standing by them and this is something that I do with all of my clients like we work a lot it's probably 50% of the work that we do together is always on understanding what your values are and how you are going to live by them and it creates 
absolute joy and fulfillment and just heartfelt living. Okay, so that's know what your values are and stand by them. Number four, accepting every part of yourself. Now, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. So just stay with me here, okay? We're not very good at this, us women. We're not very good at accepting every part of ourselves. Well, like most people aren't, um, because it's hard to accept what you don't like. Um, But ultimately, this is still a part of you. The parts of you that you don't like are still there. They still live within you. So again, it goes back to what I was saying before about the resistance. There's a lot of wasted energy in resisting stuff and turn resistance into acceptance and you will create a much more solid foundation with yourself. So how can you do this? Well, look, it's a life's work. I'm not going to suggest that it's, you know, oh, by the way, if you start accepting yourself, it'll all be wrapped up nicely in a little bow by tomorrow. No, it doesn't work like that. You know, I've done a lot of this work for many, many years, and there's still parts of me that I have to work really, really hard at accepting because we're not good at accepting the things that we don't like. But that's where the work is. And I have a little mantra that I say to myself, I say, this is how it is. This is how I am right now. And that's okay. This is how it is. And this is how I am right now. And that's okay. And sometimes I need to repeat that five, six, seven, eight, ten, twenty times in order for it to be okay. But each part of yourself is a part of you. And it deserves to be loved, whether it's a helpful part or an unhelpful part. It still deserves love, care and attention. So going back to when it was my 11 year old's birthday, again last week, was I accepting myself in the moment that I was screaming at her? Absolutely not. I was really, really frustrated. But when I walk away from the situation, I can either say, God, you were a crappy mum in that moment. Look, I wasn't the mum I wanted to be in that moment. But I can see why I got frustrated with her. That I'm not making it right that I scream at her on her birthday, but I'm also not going to make it wrong. Because it happened. And it was there. So I just wanted to be conscious of where I wanted to get to, which was, again by going into value land, fulfilling my value of fun and connection, there was no point in me sticking around, beating myself up for all the things that I'd done by making everything that I'd done wrong. What was the point? How was that going to help? Just move on. Just move on into the energy that you want to be in. So that's how you accept every part of yourself. It's not suggesting that every single part of yourself is who you want to be, Of course it isn't. We all have light parts of ourselves and very, very dark parts of ourselves. But ultimately, they are part of the package. Do I want to be that screaming banshee of a mother? No, that is not a part of myself that I like. But I do accept that it's there. And the more acceptance that I have for it, the less of a part it's going to play in my life. And the same goes for you. The more acceptance that you have for every part of yourself, the less you have to worry about it coming up because you're really aware and conscious of every single solitary 
part of yourself and you've made it okay. And number five in my how to be your more authentic self is knowing what to say yes and no to. Here's the thing. You probably struggle with no more than you struggle with yes, as in saying no. But when you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And it's really good to focus on the bit that you're saying yes to rather than the no, because you probably don't want to let people down. And that's the thing that we can sometimes get a little bit stuck on. Yes and no live in the same territory. If you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And if you're saying no to something or someone, you are saying yes to something else. Is that clear? They live in the same territory. So it's really good to focus on what you are going to be left with rather than the thing that you are saying no to. And this is really important. It's really important about getting very clear. It's about boundaries and it's about being clear on what works for you and what doesn't and what you want in your life and what you don't, i.e. what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to. So a quick example from me, um, a few of my girlfriends had planned a night out and I really wanted to go and it turned out that it was the same night that my daughter was getting back from, uh, she'd been away for five days and um, and I hadn't seen her for five days. And so it meant that I was going to go out in the evening that she just got back. And I didn't want to let her down. But I also didn't want to let the girls down. My friend had already paid a deposit for the place that we were going. And it was like, it was really tricky. Like whatever happened, I was going to let someone down. So it was a case of what am I saying no to? What am I saying yes to? Ultimately, I had to say yes to my daughter. I wanted to say yes to my daughter. So it meant I had to say no to my girlfriends. Um, yeah, it was a shame. But this is where your values come in. You see how all the points start to merge together into one. It's wonderful. My value came in of, you know, family and motherhood and connection and all of that. So I had to get really clear on actually, it wasn't the no, it wasn't that I was letting them down. You know, there was a moment where I thought, oh God, they're going to think I'm flaky or, you know, those toxic thoughts scenario again. But ultimately I was saying yes to my value of motherhood, yes to my value of connecting with my daughter, yes to my value of family. So in order of saying no, it was actually what I was saying yes to. So get really clear on what you want to say yes and no to. So that's the five tips in how to be your most authentic self. So let's do a little recap. Number one, do not listen to your toxic thoughts Find your more helpful, supportive thoughts and work with them. Give yourself permission to feel what you feel because it is what you feel. There's no point in resisting it or making it wrong. Know what your number three, know what your values are and stand by them. Get really clear on your values and then work with them. Number four, the trickiest one, accept every part of yourself because it is a part of who you are. And number five, be very clear on what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to. I hope that's been helpful and please remember that it is always, always better to be who you are because it's who you are. It's really simple, but we overcomplicate things without even realising it. And if you're not going to be yourself, then who on earth are you going to be? So please take these tips on board and be 
the most you that you can be because as I always say the world needs it you were born exactly who you are because of who you are here you get to be part of the movement where you accept yourself understand yourself and be yourself You've been listening to the Female in Podcast and I'm your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for listening and bringing your time here today. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please, please share it. Please subscribe and please write a review so that I can keep bringing this podcast back to you. You can find me on all social media channels at Nicole Goodman underscore coach or at Nicole Goodman underscore life coach or at Nicole Goodman. You will find me. Stay tuned every week and remember, it is an absolute privilege to be a woman. Have a wonderful day.